the high school playbook on a Saturday morning. I'm Colin Castleberry. We hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving, a glorious meal, and you got plenty of rest over these couple of holiday days. Of course, got your shopping in maybe yesterday, and now you're relaxing with a hot cup of coffee, uh, maybe uh, you know a little hair of the dog, whatever you're into uh, here this morning on a Saturday. And we are going to have an all-basketball preview for you this morning. We're going to jump right into it. Here we talk with head coach Lamar Rogers, the most successful coach in the history of high school basketball here in the state of Tennessee, Clark Range girls. And they look to get back to the glass house and bring home his next state championship. It is currently the longest drought he has ever suffered without a state title at Clark Range. Coach Rogers, another year for you here at Clark Range and just another year of basketball in general. Feels like last year just recently uh, ended and now we're back again. Uh, you know, what's it like, you know, basketball season being fast approaching? How are you feeling about the team? Well, it's, we're real excited. We started practice Monday, our first official one, and we've got a play day Saturday at Lebanon, the next two Saturdays, and uh, playing some big four-A schools down there, which will help us get ready for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> we're supposed to have three starters back from last year. We lost Matty Bush and Casey Sales, which, think about them, they played so hard. But uh, Addie Stairs, our leading scorer last year, has got to have hip surgery. So mm-hmm. she's this was senior year, and she's not going to be able to play. So it's very unfortunate. Uh, she tried coming back, and then, and then she went to Vanderbilt, and they just uh, it's just not going to work out. So, real uh, disappointing for her and everything. But we've got uh, we've got some good ones. We've got uh, Claude Brook Rogers uh, returning wing, and Katie Hopkins, and then we've got um, <clears throat> uh, Peyton Manis is going to be probably our center this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Lydia Phillips, your point guard. Uh, we've got um, Macy Three to wing. We've got Sophie Sitton uh, a wing point. We've got Chloe Daly, Katie Sales, uh, Kaylee uh, Delk, uh, and um, I'm forgetting somebody. I'm sure, but we've got got a really good mixture here. Uh, we got beaten the Stub State last year. We had a two point lead going in the fourth quarter at Van Buren County, and just did not finish the game. So we. Uh, so close to Murphy Center, and that's our goal this year. And uh, even though we lost Addie, we're still going to be very good. And, of course, our district is loaded every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think two teams from our district will be in the state tournament. We want to be one of them. How do you replace losing that scoring, right? I mean, you, you, to lose your leading scorer this close to the season when you thought you may get her back, how, how do you go about replacing that level of offense? Well, the biggest thing, I hate it for her, you know, mm-hmm. being a senior year or junior or whatever, because basketball's been her life, and she's just can fill it up. You know, catch and shoot, she had a step-back shot. Uh, it's going to have to be by committee, um, and we'll figure out. Uh, you know, we played this summer without her. You mm-hmm. know, so they just having a rehab and stay off of it. So we got an idea how it's going to look. Uh, we've got to play uh, – Everybody's got to take up the slack. We've got to play great defense as usual, have a high basketball IQ. Those two things are going to be really important how successful we are. So we've got shooters everywhere. I mean, we've got uh, all five girls on the floor is going to be able to shoot. So that's a luxury. And uh, we just have to get our, how good a defensive team we're going to be and how high our basketball IQ will be. How do you uh, think that those summer dates and these play days – how do you think they play into how successful you can be this season? Are, are they maybe real, such important things early on? Well, you know, <clears throat> Saturday we'll find out. Um, uh, you know, we've I had like a, uh, we we didn't get to work out much as far as physical. We had about everybody playing volleyball, mm-hmm. so I had to wait the volleyball season's over. But so you know, now we've practiced one week, and then we're going to eleven to play Mount Juliet and Beach. And another team, so um, it will show our mistakes, and then we'll know what to work on. And, and we're going to be very flexible defensively. We're going to do different things. Our matchup zone was really good to us at the end of last year, and uh, we're going to be pressing some. And we have to just uh, figure out what we do best. And uh, these next two Saturdays uh, will show that we've got a very uh, exciting and difficult. Schedule as usual. Our district's loaded. Uh, we're going to play uh, Livingston home and home. We're playing them in a Hall of Fame, so we're playing them three times. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, that's going to help us, and hopefully we can help them. We're playing Cumberland County. We're playing Stone. Uh, Oneida's a good single-A or double-A program now. And uh, so uh, we're playing in Watertown Christmas Tournament, Anderson County Christmas Tournament. So all this, you know, basketball is a tournament sport. And, uh, you know, no team in the state, probably besides Bradley Central, is going to go undefeated. You know, they're <laughs> loaded in the, in the 4A. But uh, so we're probably about to death some, but you can learn from losing sometimes, which we don't like it. But uh, here again, all this is leading up towards February and everything when the tournament start. Do you do that on purpose, schedule those 4A, 3A, and those 2A schools, those big-time tournaments away from from here? Is that something you do intentionally to get your team ready? Absolutely. We've done that for years. We've played the Blackman. We've had Answorth up here, uh, all the big schools in the state. Uh, Bradley Central is one of them we've not played, which, uh, you know, but uh, we've, we've always played the big schools that help us. And uh, that way we played Hamilton Heights when they had a, a girls program. So uh, it's, it's made us a lot better. Uh, we've had, we played Shelbyville when they was, Rick Coach Angel was down there. And uh, so, you know, that makes, it's rough, but it makes you better. You know, you, if you make a mistake, you're gonna know it. And um, uh, so that's, that's been our plan over the years and it's been very successful for us. On a more personal level, just what is it like getting to coach your granddaughter? You've obviously gotten to coach other, uh, you know, family members. What is it like to have your granddaughter now on the team? Well, it's good. I got to be careful not be too hard on her. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's a junior, and she's she's done uh, gotten better every year, like she's supposed to. And uh, you know, she's still got things she's got to work on. She's a shooter, uh, which is good. Um, it's kind of you know the first. Uh, uh, player I had that I coached her daughter that was a big shock <laughs> you know back in the day so uh, you know I'm enjoying it a whole lot and uh, we had uh, I think Dame, uh, the Clemson football coach said uh, you know they're having a rough year he said well I've got to enjoy this stuff I'm supposed to enjoy it so you know that's what I'm doing and uh, you know got a lot of friends over the state uh, coaching friends and everything we've run into and um, you know watching the girls grow up here at Clark Ridge High School and mature every year is is very good. And we're trying to teach them life lessons also. This is something that a lot of people would point out, how far girls and, and women's basketball has come over the last couple of decades. You look at your, you know, your state titles. You haven't won it since 09, easily the longest you've gone without winning a state title. But what does that say about what girls basketball has become in the region and really across the state? Well, you know, first of all, if you get out of the Upper Cumberland, in our district, Livingston, Upperman, you know, that district, White County, in there, or the Triple, if you get out of the Upper Cumberland and go to Mercerville, you've got a chance to be successful because it's so, uh, it's so important to the communities, you know, in, in the Upper Cumberland here. And basketball is such a high level. But, you know, statewide, over the years, it's gotten better. Uh, you know, the – the AAU has made the big difference. Uh, you've got to, the good players or the great players play AAU. They, you know, they play all half the summer and then they have a break and then they get ready for the high school season. So that's made a big difference and teams are just better. Uh, some of our better teams, uh, a state championship team in the past uh, would have a rougher time winning it now because teams are just better. But uh, so we want to uh, get as good as we can be and see what happens. And uh, basketball is very important to Clark Ranch High School in this community, and it's kind of like the uh, front porch of the school. So we want to do very good and invite all of our fans in and support us and everything, which they really have. And uh, we just uh, – uh, it's a journey. We want to enjoy our journey and, uh, you know, see what happens. Basketball coach Lamar Rogers, we stay up that way when we come back on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you on the High School Playbook and all basketball show morning. We heard from Clark Range. Now we go further up the road to York and Jamestown. Staying on the girls' side of action here across the UC, Michael Green, York Institute girls basketball coach, joining us now. Coach Green, uh, you know, I think the thing that first and foremost stands out on paper is not having uh, any seniors on this year's team. Now that's maybe long-term a bit of a benefit, but but this year it 
certainly adds an element of difficulty. Uh, what is that like for you as a coach to, to look up and down the roster and not see any, uh, any seniors? It's a first. Uh, you know, we got, uh, we got three juniors too. So, we're, you know, our junior class is not real big. Uh, losing three seniors from last year's team, uh, you know, Gabby, Ellie, and, and Emmy. Uh, and this is the, the weirdest thing is this is my first year without Gabby and Ellie. We all came in together, mm. you know. So, uh, so this is the first year that I've been here without those two. Uh, you know, and like you said, future wise, it's you know it's great. Got a lot, you know, a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores. Uh, time being wise, it's uh, you know we, we may struggle early on, but we've got to, you know, we got to use this time to to, to fix the small stuff, and uh, you know, hopefully, toward the end of the season, be be a much improved team. And one of the other things that that shifts and changes this year is the new district you guys uh, go into. You always love a higher level of competition, but it. Uh, certainly also uh, makes that schedule a whole lot more difficult. Uh, as you mentioned kind of before we got started, could lose in the district tournament or could go all the way back to state. That's how difficult this district and this region can be. Uh, how do you kind of begin to prepare for that just in general, the higher level of competition night in and night out? Uh, Smith County. Smith County's moved over to, to this district. I think they'll be a great team. Uh, Watertown's moved in. Uh, Jackson County and Monterey's still there. So it's going to be a more competitive uh, district than what we've been in the last two years for sure. Uh, the first district game's not till January, and uh, the way we're going to prepare for our district is by playing probably the toughest schedule in the state of Tennessee. Any classification, uh, you know, those first 13, 14 games before our first district tournament. Uh, you know, we're starting off with Gatlinburg Pittman first game of the season, and they're, you know, they're a top probably top two, top three team in Double A just instantly. Didn't lose anybody. State tournament favorites. Uh, and early on, we've got teams like Blackman, Knox Catholic, uh, Oakdale, Cookville, or not Oakdale, sorry, uh, Oakland. Uh, numerous 4A teams, and not just 4A teams, really good 4A teams. Uh, you know, really good Double A teams. We're going to be ready by, you know, by, by, by the time our district tournament or district, I guess, season rolls around in January, we're going to know what we are. We, you know, we may have a great record. We may have a terrible record, but we're, you know, we're going to get tougher one way or the other. You also mentioned before we got on here, you know, trying to shake things up a little bit, change maybe some of the things that you guys do. Uh, how do you go about implementing that while also making sure that, uh, obviously, you're not sending a team out there that's uh, highly confused about what they need to be doing on the floor. Well, the, uh, you know, that's that's the reason. Uh, I feel like the last two years, I feel like if, if our offense ha had not been so stagnant by the time we got to the state tournament, uh, I feel like we uh, we would have been state champs maybe two years in a row. Uh, but we didn't have – we didn't have – uh, you know, you get on a deep run, you make a deep run, you got a lot of set plays. Those set plays are on film. Coaches knows what are coming. Of course, they still got to stop it. Uh, it's much easier the deeper you go if you can kind of freelance a little bit more. Uh, so I'm trying now, uh, since we are so young, I feel like now is the best time we're going, we're going to try to put in a little, uh, little more structured freelance to uh, hopefully benefit us as we go on down the season. The downside of that is – it's going to take some time, you know, and it may be, you know, it may be two weeks, it may be two months. Uh, but, you know, I've told the girls, I said, one way or another, we're going to get this down. I said, we've not won a championship since I've been here. Tired of getting beat. We've got to mix it up. We've got to try some new stuff. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get it down sooner rather than later. Uh, but I don't think any of these other teams are going to take it easy on us because they're, they're worried about us. You know, they want to be nice to us because we're trying to put in some new stuff. One of the other things that you, that you have the unique benefit of doing is coaching volleyball and basketball. A lot of your volleyball girls uh, move with you to the basketball court uh, for the Dragonette season on the hardwood. How does that help you when looking to implement things like that and just your familiarity with them as athletes and as people, much less as basketball players? Uh, really not, uh, you know. Volleyball-wise, it's kind of – basketball players went to volleyball. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, volleyball uh, – Yeah, volleyball, we didn't, yeah, yeah, we didn't have uh, – we didn't even know – we still don't know much. But uh, it's honestly – I think it's uh, – you know, it's kind of – it's it's hurt us a little bit, you know, conditioning-wise. Uh, 
we're, you know, we're not in the type of condition that we'd like to be in. And, you know, that's my, that's my fault on that end because we're doing the volleyball stuff and we've only got four that, that don't play volleyball. Mm -hmm. And they're the only ones really getting any conditioning in because we're having to concentrate on, you know, on our volleyball practice daily. So that, to me, that's been a struggle, uh, you know, especially this year. So we're going we're gonna to have to make some changes with that. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, uh, hopefully hopefully we can get in, in better condition here. But, like, you know, this is the first couple of weeks, man, maybe the first month or two is going to be – going to be a little bit of a struggle but that the good thing is how you know when you get that adversity it's going to tell us who we want here who we can grow with these next couple of years because you know you don't want people when they hit a little adversity you know wanting to quit wanting to give up you know you want fighters and that's what that's what we've been since i've been here we've had a bunch of fighters and you know if you start off 0 and 2 0 and 3 something like that you want a team that's going to buckle down you want to you want to find your players that are going they're going to battle with you not give up Last but certainly not least, every position when there's only five out there at a time on the floor is important, but maybe nothing more important, especially if you're going to freelance some offense than your point guard. How nice is it to have a point guard uh, like Reese Beatty out there who's had some experience and obviously as a junior is only going to continue to get more experience? Yeah, oh, it's great. I mean, anytime you have a player like her, uh, unselfish, I need her to be more selfish. She's going to have to be more selfish. She's going to have to look for her shot you know, more than she has, you know, the previous two years that she's been here. And we've got, you know, Rayleigh Werner is, uh, she's capable of running the point as well. And, and that's going to happen a lot this year as well. Uh, you know, a lot of times she doesn't get the recognition that she deserves because, you know, Reese got the spotlight, Reese got the spotlight. You know, we're going to be running Rayleigh at the point a lot this year. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be working Reese down in the post and, uh, you know, shooting guard, different, different areas like that. But uh, having two, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's extremely beneficial because you know a lot of teams if we don't have if we don't have another ball handler, any of these smart teams they're going to send to it Reese and make her give the ball up. Well, if you don't have anybody else to handle the ball against pressure, you know you're hurt. Luckily, we've got we've got Rayleigh, and we're hoping you know another one of the two of these girls can step up and uh, you know help handle some of that pressure. But uh, just a floor general, you know Reese, she, she's older than her years. Uh, you know I'm comfortable with her giving feedback, you know, you don't want all your players giving feedback to other players, you know, because sometimes that's not good. Uh, it's not good feedback, but she knows what we want. She knows how we do things. She knows how we work. Uh, so it's just like, you know, having another coach on the floor and, I, and I, hoping a couple of these other girls can kind of, you know, follow her footsteps. Like, this is how you do it if you want to be great. So uh, it, it's just it's great to have her on the floor. Michael Green and a team without a senior. That is the Lady Dragons of York Institute. Like I said, a team without a senior. You may remember that was Pickett County last year. We'll check in with the Bobcats boys team on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Pickett County is where we find ourselves next on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Head coach Joseph Aminette and the Bobcats joining me now. Coach, the season is officially upon us. It feels like just, uh, you know, last year was just a few weeks ago, but uh, how are you feeling here early on as the preseason is coming to a close and we get set up for uh, for regular season action Thanksgiving tournaments as well? Excited. Uh, really like our team. Um, really like where we're at uh, this, early in the, uh, this early in the season and just excited to get started. Yeah, when you are this early in a season, you hear a lot of coaches talk about, you know, uh, we've still got a long way to go and still a whole lot to work on, and certainly I'm sure there is that stuff, and we'll talk about it, but what is so encouraging here early on? What's giving you so much uh, positivity here uh, super early in the season? Uh, we just, uh, the way our preseason's been and our, our first two weeks of practice, uh, just our competitive nature. Uh, how the how the kids on the team really enjoy each other, celebrate each other, celebrate each other's accomplishments, and and our dedication to uh, to what we're trying to do as a team. What are the things that you feel like this team is going to have to work on and and improve here early on in the season to to make a uh, to set up a good run? Uh, I think it's going to be our defense. I think we uh, we really have an ability to shoot the ball. And we've got some size this year that we can that we can score in the paint, but I think um, think we've got to find a way to um, to really find our identity defensively, and I think that'll be what what makes the difference between us being a good team and a, and a very good team. 
Sounds as if you feel like early on you guys will be leaning on your offense. Would you say that's a an accurate statement? Oh, uh, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I want to that we're going to lean on our offense. I just I think that we you know naturally that's our ability to shoot it. Um, but I think that we that we're not going to you know we're not going to rely on the fact we're going to try to outscore people. Um, I, I think we can become elite defensively. I think we're just not there yet, and um, and that's kind of what we're going. Our focus is going to be. Yeah, you've obviously been coaching basketball and played, uh, you know, yourself for for many years. What is the difference in your mind between we can be great defensively and we can be elite defensively? What is great to elite? What's the difference there, and what does it take? I mean, I think there's a couple of things. I think you know, to be just elite at it, I think you have to have a uh, an everyday mindset that's got to be personal. Um, if if you're scored on, you know, that's got to be a personal thing, and then you have to trust your teammates. Um, because it's a team sport, and defensively you play it kind of as a team. And then you've got to, you know, when your when your when your teammates trusting you, you got to be there. That, uh, that we're going to do what we're supposed to do. We're going to rotate the right way. And then I think it's just got to be a priority. I think it's something that you got to do. We do it every day in practice. We work on it every day in practice. We work on defense before we work on offense. And I think that I think that you're going to that you'll focus on the things that you make important. There are always pieces that you maybe get back, and, and every season, no matter what, there's always new pieces on a team. Who are maybe some of the new pieces for the Bobcats that we need to be uh, keeping an eye on or, or keeping an ear to the ground for? You know, I think there's two kids that have an opportunity to uh, younger players that have an opportunity that a lot of people haven't seen yet. The uh, Will Spears is a six six sophomore. And uh, he's made great, great strides since last year as a freshman. He had a really good summer. He's had a, uh, had a good scrimmage the other day that we played. And then we have a freshman, uh, Nathaniel Cobb, about a 6'4 freshman, that, uh, that has a chance to, um, to really help us and, uh, and make us better. And then two other kids that, that no one's seen before. Um, but we have uh, Brady Evans, a point guard that's a sophomore, that, that's got a chance to help us off the bench. And Gavin Daniels, that's a junior. Uh, that has an opportunity to help us. And then the, the rest of our guys, uh, people have seen, because we have a, a large group coming back from last year that played a lot. So I think those are four names of, of people that, you can, that, that you'll see help us in this year that nobody's ever seen play really before. Head coach Joseph Aminette, Pickett County Bobcats. Coach, before I let you go, uh, a lot of teams will play in Thanksgiving tournaments, no doubt, but you guys get the distinct honor of hosting one. What does that mean to you? What does it mean to Pickett County High School uh, to not only participate in a very competitive one, but get to be the host? Oh, it, it's pretty special. You know, about 30 years ago, um, Coach Charles Mitchell started a Thanksgiving Classic in Pickett County, and our community really liked it. Um, they supported it. We kind of went away from it uh, about 10 or 15 years ago, and then about eight years, let's see, probably six years ago, Coach Smith and I decided to try to get that started back, and we've got uh, some great sponsors in People's Bank and Trust and Aminette's Eagle Auction, and uh, they help us help us host. It's good for us to have home games for, for people to be home during Thanksgiving and for people that come into the community that, that are in town to visit their families, they can come catch a game, some former alumni. So it's pretty special uh, for us to be able to host and to have that there at our gym, and, it, and our sponsors help make it possible. Joseph Aminette, Pickett County Bobcats head boys basketball coach, joining us there. I thank him for that on a weekend of thankfulness. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. After speaking with Pickett County boys coach Joseph Aminette, let's flip back to the girls' side and talk to someone who's already faced off with Pickett's girls. That's Jackson County and head coach Jim Brown, the Blue Devils, now on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, one of my favorite things uh, about this is you finally don't get to stop AD responsibilities, but you get to coach the sport uh, that you specifically coach. Uh, what is the biggest uh, thing you love about getting back to basketball season when you've got all those other responsibilities uh, as the AD? Well, the, the the good thing is, you know, during basketball, I mean, it's pretty much just basketball that's in season. So, uh, because I, it would be extremely difficult if you had you know other sports going on at, at the same time. So uh, it, it's kind of good to get away from 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 all that stuff and, and managing and, and that kind of thing, and, and just you know get into my own world and, and just do my own thing and coach. 
Well, you are officially in your own world. The season is upon us. From what little bit you've seen so far, a couple games played, how are you feeling about the team this year? What are your kind of your overall impressions? Well, we're we're pretty much at where, where I thought and, and hoped we could be. Uh, I mean, we've we've still got a young team, but we're we're better than we've been in a little while, and uh, you know we're we're still making you know a, a lot of a lot of young mistakes, but uh, you know I think we're getting better, and and, and I see a, a big gap of, uh, of potential improvement that that we can make. So so I'm pretty excited about this year. Yeah, what makes the difference when you're coaching, say, you know, a, a veteran team, a team where you've had uh, a lot of experience versus a young team like this where you know the ceiling and the potential are, you know, exponentially high, but right now you're, you're kind of down near the floor and you got to work your way there? Well, the biggest thing is that like with an older team, some things you can see, especially during the game, you, you can tell them, hey, you need to – Tweak this a little bit. You need to make this adjustment. You know, adjustment, and, and they see it. You know that they understand what you're talking about. And they get it. With with, with younger kids, you, you can try to tell them that they're, they're going to nod your head at you, like, yeah, yeah, I got it. But they really don't. And then you're going to have to swing back around after the fact and say, here's here's what I'm talking about, and here's what we should have done. And you know, hopefully next time you get in that situation, they'll they'll understand and can make that adjustment. Some names that we need to keep an eye on there for the Lady Blue Devils, a young team, so uh, probably several names we're not familiar with yet, but we hope by the end of the season uh, we're talking about. Well, right now we're just starting, uh, you know, we got the one senior, Aaron Davidson, who uh, had a huge night uh, the, the night in our, our game against Red Bull, and she had 18 points and 23 rebounds. Uh, so we're just, just really, really big for us. And then uh, starting one junior, Isabel Beatty, and you know she's she's been guarding the other team's best player and uh, just running herself ragged trying to stay up with with those shooters and uh, has proved her offensive game much more. And then we we start three sophomores: uh, Jalen Meadows at the point, and Claire Williams, and, and Reese Thomas uh, on the perimeter as well. And uh, you know the, all three of those played quite a bit last year. They're they're getting better, and you know game to game, you know one of them will, will play huge and. Uh, you know, it just seems like those those three you know take turns on the, on who steps up for each night. How much does it help you as a coach feeling like you have three separate sophomores right there who on any given night can be the go to person, can step up and have a big ball game? Well, that feels good, you know. But you you know you want to get to that point where you know everybody's fairly consistent and you know what you can count on. So. Uh, you know that, that's that's what we're working toward, but uh, but but like I said, there's just knowing that that potential is there for for them to have a, you know a big night and, and put up some points is, is a pretty good feeling too. Well, it's one thing to have potential, coach. It's a whole other for you to just rattle off the stat: twenty three rebounds. Now, look, you can be a good rebounder, you can be a great rebounder, and never in your entire career crack twenty on that stat line. What does that do for your team, having such an elite rebounder down low uh, to give you guys second and third chances? Well, ho- hopefully it will uh, uh, make the others want to go grab some too after, after they feel <laughs> never like that because I think they did a lot of standing around and relying on there to, to go get them all. But, you know, I've coached a long time. If, if I ever had anybody grab that many in a game, I, I don't remember it. Uh, so like I said, that's a – uh, that's a huge number, and, and and she does a good job doing that. I mean, I, I think Erin understands her role, and she embraces it. And uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the reasons we're, we're off to a pretty good start as well. Jackson County Lady Blue Devils head coach and Jackson County High School Athletic Director Jim Brown with us here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. From one basketball coach who's also an AD to another, we go from Gainesboro to Van Buren to speak with head coach Dustin Sullivan, the Van Buren boys head coach, also the athletic director at Van Buren County High School. Coach Sullivan, I'm, I'm rather excited to get to talk to you about the sport that you, you coach versus just athletic director responsibilities. How excited are you uh, to be back in another basketball season feels like last year just came to an end up uh, two three weeks ago. 
It, it, it's it, it's kind of like summer for teachers, and man, it goes by so fast. Uh, it, it really does just feel like uh, you know that was just you know a couple of weeks ago since we finished up. But we are, I, I'm excited. I'm always a little bit anxious, uh, you know, to kind of see if what you've been working on kind of you know is ready to go. You never feel like there's enough time to get everything ready before the first game. But uh, I, I'm excited that it's here. You can only practice against your guys so much where you want to go, you know, battle somebody else. Yeah, how excited are you to coach against somebody else? How excited does this team seem to be to line up and, and, and kind of play somebody else, see some other colors and some other names on jerseys? Yeah, yeah, they're thrilled for it. You know, we've, we we had a, a couple of scrimmages uh, where, where they've got to do that, uh, you know, but they're – yeah, they're always asking, you know, when's the first real game? When when do they, you know, when does it start and it counts? You, you know, so uh, so so they're they're excited for it. Uh, you know, I'm excited. Uh, you know, we'll get on the road here in, in less than an hour, actually, and and uh, and head to Oakdale. Coach, you talked about you know one thing to see it in practice, one thing to to think you're going to be good at something, uh, but of course, real games teach you a whole other lesson. What are you seeing in practice from this team early on that gives you confidence coming off of a sectional or a sub-state run last year? Uh, well, I think they're coachable. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, we've got, uh, we lost a lot. So we've got a lot of guys, uh, they're going to be in new roles. Uh, a lot of guys that, you know, that, that haven't got to play a lot of minutes in the past that are anxious to, you know, get to be out on the floor and, and be a part of the production. And, uh, so they've been, they've been very receptive. They've been coachable. Uh, they, they, they work hard and, uh, they've been, they've been a lot of fun to be around so far. So, so that's, uh, so that's exciting to see. Coaches tell you all the time, you know, early on in a season, uh, there's always one side of the ball or another side of the ball you feel like you're you're leaning on, right? Early on in the season, do you feel like this is a team that's going to have to depend on and lean on their defense, or is it more going to come on the offensive end and, and work itself up defensively? I would think that generally most people would tell you, you know, early on that, you know, their offense is probably behind their defense. I'm, I'm not sure that that's the case. Uh, for this team and for us, we've spent a lot more time on our offense uh, because we need to be consistent. And there's been a lot more uh, roles to kind of hash out what everybody needs to do. So if I had to put one over the other, I'd, I'd say that our offense is probably ahead of our defense, but now it remains to be seen whether or not we will be consistent in that regard and, and actually do it. Yeah, Coach, you also brought up the fact that you guys lost a lot from that run last year. It was a, a great run. It was an amazing team. But now who are the names that we've got to be listening for, pay attention to uh, after the losses from last year? Yeah, well, we, we, we returned both of our, our starting guards, Garen Lewis and Eli Scoggins. And, uh, you know, and I've told the guys, and we've been very upfront about, you know, everything will go through them. Uh, there'll be, you know, option A and option B, and, and you know, that, they might even be option C um, before, you know, we, we kind of look to somebody else. But, uh, you know, the, the role players will be uh, just as important. You know, those two guys will probably get most of the accolades. They'll score most of the points. Uh, but those other guys will make the difference in whether or not we are successful and competitive uh, on a nightly basis. You know, we've got two seniors in um, – and actually, uh, my son Kason and Ransom Lowry, who will be dependent, uh, will depend on a lot uh, to just really uh, pull a lot of rebounds and, and help us defensively inside. And uh, we've been on them pretty hard about uh, rebounding the basketball. And if they can do that, they'll make us uh, a whole lot better. Uh, I have another kid that's moved in, uh, Luke Tyson. Um, Who's also a senior, and he's he's added us another guard to the mix who will um, he'll take some pressure off of off of Garen and Eli, uh, you know. I think before the season's over, as far as you know, handling the basketball and, and and picking up a little bit of the scoring slack. Van Buren County High School Athletic Director and Boys Head Basketball Coach Dustin Sullivan with us there on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. What say we do a double feature? Head up Highway 111, check in with a different boys coach, that is Josh Hurd, Cookville Cavaliers boys basketball coach, as he prepares his team for what promises to be one heck of a run for this 6A club. Coach, simply put, you know, as the season is upon us, tip-off about to occur, just how are you feeling about the team this season? Well, I feel pretty good. You know, we've had some um, good practices. 
Uh, we've had some good days uh, on the court and off the court, uh, just learning one another and just playing with one another. You know, we got a great group of seniors and a great group of juniors. And, uh, you know, and I can tell the experience has been kicking in because, you know, they're, they're leading the way for these younger guys as well. Yeah, how much easier does it make your job and, and how much more fun does it make your job when you've got a group of guys that you feel like uh, can help lead this team in that way? Yeah, you know, I've always said, you can ask any of these boys um, this statement if I've told them that the best teams out there are led by players, not by coaches. So I've always told them that I want them to lead this lead this team and not and not the coaches do it. So uh, this year it's been indicative of, of this so far that in practice, you know, each each one of these seniors is, is doing just as much talking as I am. Um, you know, telling them what they're supposed to be doing, telling them where they're supposed to be at, you know. And um, so that's been a, it's been a good thing. It's been, it's, it's been a blessing. Every team, every coach early on in the season will tell you, it, you are, we're being led by our offense, we're being led by our defense. Something is ahead of something. This year, do you guys feel like early on you're going to lean on your offensive prowess or, or is it going to be a lockdown defense early in the season? Well, I'll tell you, man, you know, our offense has saved us a whole lot of times, you know, so – uh, we can really shoot shoot the ball, and we got a lot of guys that can shoot it. But you know, our focus and key this whole every day in practice since we started has been defense. You know, we we understand that defense wins championships, and that's just not a slogan. That is that is a basketball mindset. You know, and and, and I'm getting these boys to understand that that the offense will come just because they're they're good enough to do it. The defense is what we got to make sure that we key off on and just do it every day. Again, I kind of go back to that: how much easier does it make your job? Question, but. I mean, how much easier does it make it when you know that uh, the offense is going to come, you can trust these guys to be able to go out there and, and just make shots? Yeah. And, you know, and uh, if you've seen our offense before, a lot of people, you know, we do a lot of five out and just and just play. You know, you'll hear me yell out, just play all the time because that's just that's, – that's not a play. That is just me telling the boys, just go, go play basketball. You know, so they have a skill set that allows them to do that. So it, it makes it a whole lot easier. You know, I don't have to have 200 plays down here. Uh, I can just have, you know, five and then let the boys go do what they do. <laughs> Obviously, one of the other advantages you have is numbers, right? Not just in terms of your upperclassmen, but top to bottom all the way through the freshman class. What is that depth going to be able to do for you guys early in the season? Man, it's going to do a whole lot. And the biggest thing is in practice. You know, we're able to, to put 10 guys, 11 guys on a practice court and have it competitive day in and day out. So that's what that's what gets us better, you know, when we are able to to really hone in and practice and go against competition, you know. So, you know, we got we got three juniors that, you know, that could easily start any game. Uh, we have a we have a freshman group that is that is phenomenal. We got a you know, we'll have a freshman guard that, that comes in and plays, you know, if if it was any other season that we didn't have eight players in front of him, he would be starting this year, you know, so. Uh, you know, it's 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 really good just just to have the numbers and be able to to sub in and out. You know, any two or three players and not have a drop off. You know, so that, that that's going to be really good for us. While it's a luxury, final question here, Coach. Uh, while it is certainly a luxury to have that level of depth, uh, how do you put together a starting lineup on a night in night out basis, uh, knowing that you've got you know eight guys that you could have in your five? Yeah, and the, the, the boys know this just because of the way we practice. You know, the starting lineup changes uh, depending on your effort in practice. You know, of course, we'll have one or two guys that will that will start every every day just because they naturally go hard and they're just you know they're our best players, but. You know that that four that fourth and fifth man. You know it could be it could be any of those guys, a, a senior, or it could be any of those three juniors. So you know they know that they have to put in the work in practice, and that's what leads into who starts. And, and you know for us, we don't just put five guys on a piece of paper and say, okay, you're starting for the whole year. We don't we don't do that. Uh, we put those five guys that are out there working hard, working their butts off, and that uh, makes our team um, better uh, before practice, in practice, after practice, and in games. Head coach Josh Hurd, Cookville Cavaliers boys basketball, as again they prep for what they hope to be a deep run into the postseason. Their girls team has made the final four in back-to-back -back years. Can the boys come anywhere close to making that feat happen in the glass house at the Murphy Center? We'll find out. Right now, we continue the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
Built by Mountain Barn Builders, this is the High School Playbook. We stay in Putnam County after checking in with boys head coach Josh Hurd at Cookville. Why don't we head just up the road, up the interstate to Monterey to check in with their boys basketball coach, Will Putnam, on the culture changes at Monterey and so much more. Coach, simply put, the season is upon us. You know, how do you how do you feel about the team uh, so far here uh, on the young season a couple games in? Uh, it's a little bit of a mixed bag of emotions. We started out very poorly at Gordonsville. We showed promise against Macon and Bledsoe. Uh, despite losing both of those games, I thought we responded well to what happened at Gordonsville. And last night we picked up our first official win of the season against Sunbright on the road in an environment that's not an easy place to go play in and to get a win in. I was very proud of the boys and their poise down the stretch. We got a lead and Sunbright kept fighting as we knew they would. And we did not succumb to any sort of pressure of those moments. And um, we, we found a way to win. And, and on the road, that's, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, you almost just told a bit of a, a whole season's worth of a storyline in your first couple games. You you go to Gordonsville and, and don't perform the way you feel like you should. You come back, a couple losses, but improvement in those two losses, and then you go out on the road in a difficult environment. You beat Sunbright. What does that tell you about your team just in these first four games or so that they've been able to go from not only is it not our best performance, it doesn't fit our standard to winning on the road in a difficult environment? I hope it's a sign of belief. I hope it's a sign of trust. I hope it's a sign of improvement. We really won't know because basketball is such, is a different sport the most in a lot of ways because your play at the beginning of the year in high school basketball is really insignificant and pales in comparison to how you want to be playing at the end of the year. So, if this is a sign of belief, if it's a sign of trust, if it's a sign of improvement, then I expect phenomenal things from us this season. Um, if, if we're going to have to continue to fight those battles, which we've had to fight them, you know, new culture, new culture, excuse me, new team, new pieces, we're still looking for, for ways to, to gel as a team and to, and to instill that team first mentality in, in some of our players, but it's getting there. And if, if those things are being taken care of and, and the results are a sign of those things improving and the message getting across, it's going to be a, it's going to be a season that we can all be very, very proud of. And um, I'm, I'm hopeful that that is the case and that the boys are learning each and every time we step on the floor, how precious our time is together and how fun this can be when everyone is bought in to what we're trying to do. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of change, uh, occurring there at Monterey High School, you you obviously have a a new ish AD and in, in Ben Novak that's there. You're you know trying to change cultures, a new girls coach as well, trying to change and shift the culture. What is just that environment as a whole like up there on the mountain? Everybody trying to get on the same page and push everyone in a similar direction of success and building programs. To me, it's been noticeable change. We we have a very good selection of coaches in the building. We have a very good athletic director. And we have very good community, faculty, administrative support. We we're, There's obviously going to be pushback in things that you do when you try to do different things. But at the end of the day, everybody here is committed not just to winning, but to making sure that the student-athlete experience of those who come to Monterey High School is something that they can be very proud of and also carry the lessons that are instilled in them throughout their life, not just at their time at Monterey High School. So the, the culture shift, it, it, it really just becomes one of those things where it's, it's what you really try to emphasize on a daily basis. Each of us have our own things that we want to emphasize. Coach Phillips with the girls program and I – both love basketball, but we probably see the game in a different way. At the end of the day, we both want to win and make sure that our girls are or our girls and boys are improving. I think you could say the same for every coach that's up here, and and it starts with our athletic director and the message that he gave to us of making sure that the student athlete experience is 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 first 
And if you can make sure that the student-athlete experience, the relationships you build with your players is there, then the scoreboard will take care of itself. You mentioned improvement right there. Where does this team improve? What are the areas you're looking for to improve here in November and December to get you ready for the gauntlet that is district play in January? Our improvement, our, our, our main emphasis and our main point of improvement that we are really trying to instill in our guys is making sure that we improve on the defensive end of the court. We are we're scoring the ball, and we are finding availability, and we're finding good shots on offense, and, and we're hitting a lot of shots. You know, I think our last three games we've scored in the 50s, and then last night we almost scored 70 points. We, we're, we're showing that we can score the ball. We're not showing that we can defend for four quarters, and that has got to become a priority. And not just defending, but also rebounding has got to become a priority, and that's rebounding on both ends rebounding on the offensive boards, rebounding on the defensive boards, and making sure that it's a mentality thing. Um, everybody loves to score. Everybody loves to shoot. Defense and rebounding and communicating for four quarters is tough. And the best teams are the ones that can do those things well. If we want to be a good team, that has got to become a priority, and our mentality has got to change with regards to how we approach that in practice and in games. A new culture on the mountain, new AD Ben Novak, Will Putnam, the boys head coach, new girls head coach as well, Monterey, making some shifts. Will it pay off? We'll find out as the season progresses on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Come down off the mountain and head up the interstate towards Knoxville. We close out the show with boys head basketball coach Taylor Denny and the Cumberland Jets on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Denny, so excited to speak with you. Another season is upon us. It feels like just uh, you know a couple weeks ago, last season came to an end. How excited are you and the guys uh, to get another season off the ground, or I suppose at this point uh, having just tipped off a new one? Yeah, you know, everybody, like I told the boys on the first day of crash, uh, uh, practice, this uh, the first day of practice should feel like Christmas morning. Uh, you know, you, you should be uh, as excited as possible. So we're excited. Obviously, we, we've hit some bumps in the road early. We've had a really tough schedule. Uh, but we're excited to keep getting better throughout the season and see what happens. Yeah, you mentioned it there, right? I mean, bumps in the road this early. It's November, so they're not as concerning, but – that tough schedule, what went into to scheduling so difficult so early? Is that something you, uh, you've you always put an emphasis on? You know, so, sometimes, uh, obviously, we, we like to schedule tough. We think that helps. We think we play in a really tough league. Uh, so we think, you know, if you, uh, you, know, if you, you schedule a bunch of cupcakes early in the year, uh, it's going to be a struggle for you in district play. So we'd rather struggle early and hopefully play better late. And then sometimes that's just kind of how the schedule works out with people having open dates and those kind of things. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, when I started making the schedule, I didn't necessarily want to go to Pickett, to Cookville, and to Ray to start the year. Uh, but sometimes that's just how it works out. And all three of those teams are really, really good. I don't think any of the three have lost yet uh, and, and might not for a little while. But they're all three really good. So hopefully that will pay off for us at the end of the year. What did you see from your team in those three games? What can you learn from three extremely difficult tests here uh, in mid-November? You know, we've got a lot of young kids. We've got, you know, three seniors and no juniors. So a lot of the kids that are playing for us, it's their first real varsity experience. Uh, so, you know, you have to understand how hard it is to win, how hard you have to play, how well you have to play together, how well you have to communicate. Uh, so we're, you know, we're learning that the hard way with a little tough love early here. Uh, but, but those are things. And I think we'll get better as those things as we get more experience. We start getting everybody back. We've only had one game with really our, our whole lineup there. Uh, so really hoping. Uh, that uh, that the experience of playing these really tough teams and seeing what it looks like to be a really good team will pay off for us down the road. How do you combat uh, getting the season started? You've been practicing. Now you're finally getting to play some games, and all of a sudden now you got to take your or you do take a couple of days off uh, in, in the Thanksgiving holiday. How do you kind of combat that feeling like you're just getting the engine rolling and then you got to stop for half a second? Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's hard. So, obviously, we're, we're going today. We'll give the guys a couple days off. We actually don't play o- over Thanksgiving at all this year, which is uh, is new for me. Every year I've been the head coach, we have played uh, over Thanksgiving. So, yeah, just making sure uh, that they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know, an off day can do everybody some good. 
especially as hard as we've been going early in the year. Uh, but, you know, take that time, you know, tell you, you know, without your parents, none of this, uh, you know, you're not playing basketball. So make sure you're telling those people to help you out uh, that you're thankful for them and all that kind of stuff. Uh, hopefully they'll do some stuff on their own. Uh, that's the goal at least. And then we'll come back this weekend and uh, get ready for next week. You talked about the three seniors. Plenty of people across the Upper Cumberland are going to f- be familiar with your three seniors. But you also mentioned a lot of guys getting some of their first varsity experience. Who are some names that people need to keep an eye out for in those underclassmen ranks that are really going to help uh, get you guys where you want to go uh, if you get there? Uh, you know, Houston Torres is our uh, point guard. He's a freshman. Um, you know, so he got he got uh, dinged up there, rolled an ankle pretty good in the Pickett County game. So he missed the Cookville game, got him back. So, you know, trying to get him back in the swing of things. But he's got a chance to be a really, really good player. Uh, he tries to do things the right way. Got a couple of uh, other younger guys that are coming along, uh, you know, Saul Sitt and Andrew Dennis. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, you know those, those three guys got to keep getting better for us to get where we need to be. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, you mentioned it. You play in one of the toughest leagues across the upper Cumberland uh, what do you love about playing in an extremely tough district? And obviously, uh, you know, I would say what are the cons, but the cons are it's a really tough district, and that makes it really hard to, to get where you guys want to go. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there, there's no easy nights in our league. Everybody's well coached. Everybody has good players. So anytime, regardless if you're the best team in the league or the worst team in the league, every game is really, really tough. So, uh, you know, that, like you said, that's the hard part. The good part is you, you stay, uh, you know, you stay prepared all season long. So if you are lucky enough to make it into postseason play, we saw that with Stone and White County last year. Really got to make a run. They'd been in some really tough games with some really good teams. So when the region tournament and sectionals and whatnot rolled around, there was no shock for them. They'd already been there and done that. Uh, so you know that that's kind. Of, we I've I've coached before in leagues that maybe aren't as good, uh, which which is great as you're winning a bunch of games. But then all of a sudden you get to the region tournament, you hadn't been in a close game in a month. Uh, you know, your kids don't know how to react there. So I think playing in a tough league is always a good thing, uh, you know, to help you as far as the postseason play goes. Head coach Taylor Denny, Cumberland County Jets. Boys basketball in Cumberland County should be a great year for that, whether it's Stone Memorial or Cumberland County. That helps close out the show, though. Thank you to Taylor Denny, along with all of the rest of our guests this morning. I'm Colin Castleberry. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving, a safe and successful Black Friday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. This has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.